Hello everyone, and I want to welcome you back to the 14th episode of the Race Rat Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about students my age, you know, college students coming out of high school, if they favor socialism or capitalism. But before we get into this video, I just want to remind you to hit the subscribe button and the bell to see all of my latest videos. Check out the join button next next to the subscribe button to check out all the latest membership options and all the extra perks. And then let me know down in the comments below what you think of this video and any ideas you have for future video topics. So getting into this video, what I did is I set up a poll on my Instagram account to find out what kids my age were really leaning towards. Uh, I grew up in Southern California and I continue to live here. And the rise of and there's been a lot of talk uh, in the past few years and how socialism has sort of arisen as a new possible uh, political construct. And, um, you know, being in a place where it's fairly democratic, I wanted to know if the people that I grew up with or people in the area were sort of favoring uh, socialism or had new ideas about it. So uh, of that poll, I think 23 chose capitalism, one, so, uh, one chose socialism, and then we got five responses as to why they chose those things. So I'm going to read those and just sort of give my opinions on those as well. So the first one we're going to be talking about they said capitalism has given people better lives around the world because of free market trading. And I would say that I entirely agree with that. I think the construct of capitalism and the idea that you're able to exchange goods and services with anybody in the world uh, in exchange for for currency or exchange for their goods and services, I think uh, speeds speaks a lot of volume when it comes to exchanging value. And it really, capitalism, in my opinion, is the best... Um, economic construct to sort of achieve that and keep sort of a um, a balance of power, if you will, and just uh, an abundance of opportunity, um, depending on how well you're able to exchange those goods and services. The second response we got was family members have died from socialism. And that one really is powerful and something that I feel a lot of people don't consider. The way I see it is I sort of see like, um, Marxism as the like parent and then it sort of had like two children like socialism and capitalism um, Because those are different from Marxism itself, but um, sort of were established under the same ideology as uh, Karl Marx so um, I know this particular person um, you know has uh, tied roots back to Russia and the Soviet Union and I feel like so many people fail to consider that during the 20th century um you know, that sort of economic and political construct caused the deaths of, um, it turned out to be like 100 million people um, because through starvation, through, and just really that uh, corrupt government really took away so many of the rights, so many of the liberties, and so much of the opportunity from so, so many people that it caused more deaths than any other uh, dictator or ideology in the history of the world that we know of. So I think that really speaks a lot of po uh, power when you think that this sort of ideology and this sort of thinking is now being uh, implemented into, um, you know, younger children and uh, certain areas of our country. And our country, you know, as those children grow up, if they solidify those foundations, then that's something that could lead us down the path to socialism as well. The third response we have is even though there are many de democratic socialist countries, I don't think it'll work in the U.S. And I agree, I don't think it'll work in the U.S. But I also want to point out that I don't think there's a ton of democratic socialist countries. I think there's plenty of countries that sort of adapted socialist ideals but haven't turned it into a socialist country, if that makes sense. Like I know in uh, Canada and, and uh, the United Kingdom, uh, they've adapted socialist constructs, uh, concepts such as free health care. And that's something that I think I would support um, here in the United States. 
Um, I know a lot of in the Baltic countries like Norway, Sweden, Finland, um, they also have somewhat socialist constructs, um, but not in the entirely to where it is a socialist, socialistly governed country. Um, like example in business, like country or governments don't run businesses, but they own a lot of stock or stock in those businesses. Um, so I believe there's a lot of socialist constructs, but when we look at countries that are entirely governed, governed by socialists, I really don't think there are many of them or many of them <clears throat> that are thriving. When I think of a socialist country, the first one I think of is Venezuela. And I know Venezuela in the late 90s was one of the third richest economies in the world. Then they elected a socialist president. And, you know, now people, the country slowly stripped away the rights of the citizens um, because of the power that they were given through that socialist construct. And now the citizens are literally in the midst of a civil war. Inflation is out of control. And these people are literally fighting for the rights that they gave up again. And there's so much struggle. There's so much famine and death because of it. And it's just so sad. To, it's so sad to see. It's heartbreaking. And, you know, you wish you could do something for them and help out. And just like, and if anything, we need to, as other countries, be aware of what's going on in that country so that we can either uh, assist them or prevent that from happening to our countries as well. So the fourth uh, response we have is, uh, one of the most simplistic ones, but I think it cover, like sort of uh, umbrellas the idea behind socialism and capitalism the best. And they said equal opportunity over equal outcome. And I entirely agree with that. Because when you look at socialism, the thing that is most frustrating to me in my life is I don't like having restrictions on or limitations on what I can accomplish. And I think I talked about that a lot in my first video. That's really like a strong personal belief. I don't like being told or I don't like being, um, I, I don't like doing things where I don't feel like I can grow and there's not like a, a cap on um, what exactly I can accomplish. And you look at socialism and it's sort of under the political construct that, you know, everybody has an equal outcome. Um, you know, everybody's going to get paid the same, even if you're uh, doing different jobs. Um, and you look at capitalism and capitalism you know, that's something you got to work at. Like, if you want to be a good capitalist, then that's something you got to put in extra effort than somebody else. But if you're willing to put in that extra effort, you should get the extra benefits compared to someone who can put in no effort and someone can put in every effort and then they get the same amount of pay or compensation for that. So the thing I support most about capitalism, the people that want it, the people that are given equal opportunity to achieve without limitation will achieve whatever they want to achieve. But it's something that's not designated based on... Um, you know, you're not limited by the amount of pay that you get because if you work harder or you work smarter, then you'll get more. And it's just everybody's given the equal opportunity, but nobody's given the equal results. And the fifth one, um, I also personally really align with this one. They said it encourages ingenuity and innovation and it respects the rights of the individual. And I also entirely agree with that one. <clears throat> Capitalism causes you to be creative. And if you're not creative and you just sort of go with the flow, then it's something that might eat you alive. <clears throat> so you have to be, you know, creative. All these uh, capitalism allows for businesses to really grow and just, uh, you know, sort of create the vision that they want. Like if you imagine, you imagine like 30 years ago, somebody talking about Uber, you know, when, when everybody just took a taxi everywhere and that's the way it was. And somebody said, you know, what if we had an app where just anybody could be like be a taxi driver and you don't have to call them. You can just put it on your phone and it just makes it a million times easier. You know, it's sort of capitalism allows is a system that basically allows people to be creative and find solutions to problems, you know, 
And I think another, like I said, it's one of those ones that aligns with me the most, respects the right of the individual. And that, I believe, is the strongest difference between capitalism and socialism. Because uh, socialism is something where people really are reliant upon the government. And it teaches a lot of people to kind of be like sheep, if you will. Gives government all the power, all the say. And because of that, people aren't individuals anymore. They're all, the, all those individual rights um, and abilities to achieve things are stripped from them. And they're now in the hands of a government that has the option to either do good or do bad with it. And his, as history repeats itself, oftentimes it's not a good thing. Um, I remember this quote from Margaret Thatcher. She said, socialists do not li like people to do things for themselves. Socialists like to get people dependent on the state. And you'll never build a great society that way. And I think that really speaks truth uh, from an incredibly intelligent woman. That people who are socialists want things done for them. You know, they want a certain pay. They want this they want that and they just want to give the government all the power between it and everybody that's against socialism is against that sort of idea of government power because that takes away the stability and the rights between the individual because our country was founded on the principle that um you know the people are the ones making the decisions in the country we elect officials to make the decisions that we feel best represent us but if we have a socialist um sort of political or economic stance then we're making the government make the decisions for us and we're having the minds of a few people make decisions upon the entire nation instead of having people having the entire nation and their ideals reflect back on our laws and um, our economic trade status. So I think it was really cool to see that uh, most people aren't sort of giving in to this new socialist ideal. I think when I see people, you know, when I see people supporting socialist constructs, I personally support the healthcare thing because I think it is something that would actually benefit America in a weird way. Um, I also think Andrew Yang is interesting. Uh, he somewhat has this sort of social uh, political ideal of um, giving people a thousand dollars, you know, as like a as like a minimum income. And I think that's something that's like really interesting, but not something that I think would actually like work. But it's interesting. You should check out his thing on the Joe Rogan podcast about where he really explains that. Uh, it's a great episode. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this video. I uh, found it somewhat interesting to learn that not most, you know, most people are still sort of like the idea of capitalism, which is good. In my opinion, it's just the best option for freedom and opportunity. Whereas socialism, <clears throat> you know, like I, whenever I see someone at like a, a rally and they say they're, you know, $220,000 in debt and they want somebody else to pay it for them, I feel like socialism is the easier way out, you know, it's, People don't have to take individual responsibility because the government's going to take responsibility for them. But in the case of that, then you just have a bunch of people. It makes me think of like 1984 and Animal Farm where people are just literally sheeping to, um, you know, whoever controls them. And whoever controls them often, as in those books as well, um, and those books founded on sort of Marxist policies, um, are able to take advantage of the people because they don't know any better. So thank you all so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed the video. Let me know down in the comments below what you thought and give it a like if you thought this video was interesting. Uh, thank you so much for watching and I will see you in the next video.